What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of Los Chismosos, where we talk about anything and everything unfiltered. No topic is off limits. I'm your host, the most eligible bachelor, Arturo. We're back here again with Emmett, Reynaldo, and this time, special guest, Zyra. It's your favorite essential worker, Emmett. What's up, everybody? It's Reynaldo, the Dark Lord, and Arturo's future husband. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Zyra, mezcal enthusiast, podcast junkie, and professional ghoster. What the fuck? Did you just say I'm your future husband? I don't know about that. We never talked about that. Well, I mean, I don't want to put it on the spot, but what are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been talking for a minute. No, I'm kidding. We're not. But I mean, I guess now that we're on the topic, we should talk about dating, you know? That's probably something that's probably prevalent right now since nobody can really go out and talk to people. But what do y'all have to say about it? I mean, you got the coronavirus and then you got dating. That shit's hard as fuck. So I know there's three of us here that are single. Emmett is married, so he's the only one that's not single here. Off the market, baby. (laughs) How did you do it? (laughs) How did you do it? All right, since I'm off the market, sorry about y'all, but. I would say I kind of have a couple questions about the single people out there, uh, not just with the Corona going on, but like, how are y'all meeting people? Are y'all using specific dating apps? Are you, you know, rekindling old flames? You hitting up people from high school, be like, dang, we should have talked more in high school. Like I, I want to hear from Ronaldo first and then we'll kind of kick it off from there. Okay. Well, I think my only method is using the TBH like and rate on Facebook. <laughs> that's bringing me a lot of uh a lot of attention <laughs> lately <laughs> no um honestly i'm pretty i'm pretty out of the dating scene right now and it's not because i can't date anybody it's more because i want to be out of it um i have a lot of gripe with dating apps and that's probably the reason why i'm out of it so with dating it's you don't know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? You have a lot of people out there. Um, and the biggest issue with dating apps, I would say, is that it has a lot of false advertisement in a way. So you get on this app. I'm going to use Tinder, for example, because I've been on Tinder a few times. And I have gone matches. But then after that, it's kind of like, eh, where do I really go from that? You know what I mean? At one point, it's just like a self-esteem booster for myself. but um. You get on these apps and everybody posts the best pictures of themselves that are probably super filtered, super edited, and then they give you a short description about themselves that, I mean, it does tell you a little bit about themselves, about a person, but at the same time, like, how can you really trust this? How can you really trust someone to, like, not lie to you and be like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a serious relationship, and then they end up, like, ghosting you a few weeks later or something like that? I think that's the main reason why right now I'm just really stagnant on dating. Uh, definitely prefer meeting people face to face because then that energy, you can tell straight away if someone is someone who you're, you're potentially looking to be with. But I mean, I think relationships are tough though because you might be really into a person at first, but will that last? Like, do you actually seek any kind of substance or are you just trying to find somebody for the moment? And I feel like that's a lot of the biggest issues issues with dating online is that everybody kind of just wants to find somebody right away. And they don't have the, like the patience to wait through a lot of things that you would normally get through like a relationship face-to-face or a relationship that you've met before and now you're trying to rekindle. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I completely agree with Reynaldo. Like, for me, I prefer face-to-face, like, meeting somebody naturally versus these dating apps. I feel like I'm, like, in an awkward stage where, like, okay, like, I know what meeting somebody face-to-face is, but now you have all these, like, social, like, social media and all these apps to date, and you're, like, 
you know, I'm, I'm used to meeting somebody face to face, but now it's kind of awkward because everybody just does online dating. So like, where does that like leave the rest of us that, you know, we're kind of still old school, like, no, I yeah, old fashioned type, prefer yeah. to meet you in person. And yeah, so like right now I'm, I'm staying off of those, like my friends do it. I, I just live through them and watch them do their thing. I mean, I've for the majority of the people that I know that do Tinder, it's just for like a like a one night stand type thing. It's like yeah, they might go out on a date once or twice, but I don't have any single person that I know that met their future husband on Tinder. But that's just me personally. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that like meet each other and stuff like that, but I have never experienced it myself or heard anyone else be like, oh yeah, this is my girlfriend of like one year because are you looking for uh are you looking for your future husband on tinder because grinder might be a better spot for you to find your future husband. are you on it no i'm not on it that's for sure (laughs) well then i guess i don't need it (laughs) i already know what i want (laughs) (laughs) sorry you can continue your thought (laughs) sorry do you have any more to say i think that i like arturo was saying like it just depends on the app like if you want I don't know, something quick, easy, like I've heard of Tinder. I've never had a Tinder profile, just pin it out there. So I don't really know how that works. Uh, but I do know that there's different types of apps and it just depends how serious you're trying to be. Like some people get more serious, like on Hinge or POS. What apps what do I've you heard. have? Okay, so I did have a Hinge um a couple months ago but i've given that up just because i like i really reflected back especially after this coronavirus hit and i'm like we can't really go anywhere like i'm trying to do the old school way where i actually want to go out on a date and not just like randomly like i don't know like meet up somebody and it's kind of creepy like no i'm not gonna go over to your house or things like that like i've been asked that before like hey you want to come over I can cook dinner for you and I'm just like I don't even know you like we just started like a couple messages in you know that's kind of awkward especially if you have somebody at home that's at high risk you don't want to put your family like in danger so why am I gonna go out there and like meet you it's just Mm -hmm. not even worth it in my opinion so I'm gonna jump in here and defend the dating apps it's not that I'm crazy about them or anything. I think they have their purpose and I think it can make it easier to just meet people. But I think both parties need to kind of want the same thing. And I think the thing about dating apps, like Ray said, is oftentimes you're going to find a lot more people that just kind of want to meet somebody for the moment, like he said. But I think if, if you know, you're really upfront with what you want, I think you're more likely to find people like that. And especially maybe not so much on Tinder, but I think uh, Hinge or, you know, one of the more quote unquote serious apps, I think you're more likely to find something more serious. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with, you know, first just having conversations with, with someone through the app. Like you can at least get to know them a little bit. And then before you go on a date with them, you know, that way you kind of, it's not just like a blind date. Of course, ideally you would want to meet someone face to face first, but sometimes that, that can be, that can be more difficult depending on, you know, where you work, you work with a lot of people that, you know, that are the opposite sex and that are single or that you're attracted to, like, you know, it could depend on if you're still going to school or you're still in college, you know, like I think all, no, no, nobody here is going to school now. So it's really just like people you meet at the bars or work or anything like that. And I think just, I think dating apps or online dating websites can make that at least a little bit easier, but you have to know what you're looking for. And then you also, have to hope that you find the right person as well yeah i agree it's definitely like different strokes for different folks you know what i mean it's people really do enjoy company of others just even though it's not going to be long term but i guess for me it's i want something like long term because i've had relationships that last like a few weeks and stuff like that and i mean there's really no fulfillment in those for me i just find them to be kind of annoying a little bit honestly because it's just like I kind of just wasted my time on something that literally did not lead anywhere and I guess I'm really old-fashioned in the sense that yeah I do want to talk to someone face-to-face and meet them naturally because uh, a lot of the reasons why I don't use dating apps is that everyone just wants 
the perfect match right away. So I can really put a list on Tinder and be like, I have so-and-so attributes and someone looks at him and it's like, oh, he's the perfect guy. But they don't know like about my past. They don't know like my my flaws. So they might <laughs> they might look at the at, they might look at my list of things and they're like, this is the perfect guy, but they don't know my flaws. And I don't know their flaws either. So whenever you start meeting them face to face and you start having these conversations, you start opening up more and then you're like, oh well, this is kind of like not what I wanted at all. And for me, I used to want something before and now I don't want it. So if I meet somebody that's so close to me, I kind of stray away from that because I don't want to date someone like myself. Even though I think I'm a pretty cool guy, I do have a lot of flaws and that's like a big no-no for me. So first, I'm going to jump in here. First, I want to say that I do agree with wanting a serious relationship, preferably over like just something for the moment. And for the reason that like, what's the point? It's kind of, I just see it as a waste of time. Like if you're going to go on like two dates or something, uh, you know, what's, what's the point? If you already knew you weren't going to date for a long time, I don't really see the point in that. I don't see the joy in it. And that's just me personally. I know some people that just love to go on dates, love to meet a ton of new people. And that's cool. That works for them. You know, everybody's different. But for me, I would want something serious, more serious. But that's not to say you can't find that on the dating apps, but it might be, you know, it might be a little bit harder. And again, I just feel like you have to really be upfront with what you want originally. No, yeah. for sure. I, I 100% agree with what both of y'all are saying. Like, I feel like we're at that age where like, okay, you know, I've, I'm ready. I've partied. I've done, you know, X, Y, Z. I have a degree. You know, I'm ready to like, you know, get serious. Um, but they, I mean, dating is hard work. It's like, you really have to be committed. And I think both people have to agree with what they want. Like, okay, is this going to be serious? Is this going to be like just a fling? Like, I think, I think that's what's difficult. Some people don't, are not upfront about that. And then you end up like, I guess like wasting your time. Yeah. It's, so. it's tough though. It's crazy. Like at our, our, at our age, everyone is so like left and right there's people who literally yeah, only wanted sure. like fuck around forever and i'm like i don't know i don't i don't think that's fun and there's other people who really really want to be committed and they already have a boyfriend so it doesn't help me <laughs> 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 but emmett um since you're married now how was dating before this you're lucky. I'm just going to say that. Like, you're you're lucky you don't have to be out in this crazy world trying to date. Yeah, we out here in the jungle, dog. <laughs> For real. I, I tell Patty that every time. Like, let's say we watch we watch a movie or something, and it has, like, you know, scenes where guys, you know, go up to girls or whatnot. And I'm like, and they, they do something ridiculous or they, you know, they slip a pillow in their drink or something like that. Something absurd. Or just, like, dating apps in general. Like, I'm like, Patty, you're lucky. <laughs> I'm like, you're lucky to have me. <laughs> no, but like, I I am blessed, um, of course, with Patty, but I'm blessed that I, I don't have to be in the game, I guess you would say. Because like, the, the way me and Patty kind of got together was like, you know, mutual friends, whatnot. But, you know, I slid in the DMs in, in 2009 <laughs> and I got curved and then she came back in 2013 you know, patience, you know, she came perseverance, you know, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen, but for sure, for sure. Um, it, it's, it's a whole different game now. So many different ways to get exposed and, you know, gain more exposure to, you know, different kinds of people. And of course, work, work, work is a good spot. You know, you spend, you know, most of your time at work and a lot of people, a lot of people in my company, um, where I work, they've they've gotten married um, through work because they spend so much time together and, you know, they have the same personalities. And going back to what Ronaldo said about not wanting to meet someone that's, you know, 100% you, you know, they, they do say opposites attract. And I completely agree with that 100% because me and Patty are complete opposites. Um, you know, if y'all know us, y'all do know that for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. So super blessed. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, though, because I'm like, I want to find somebody fun 
and outgoing and crazy like me, but not as crazy as me. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm like, I want somebody who can ground me, like actually slap the fuck out of me sometimes because I'd be doing some dumb shit. But, you know, that's how the ball goes. And I do like the whole scenario of like meeting someone at work because I've had instances, instances like that before where I meet somebody at work and they're awesome, but just for some reason they don't work out. And I like that because it's, we both come to an agreement that it didn't work out or it did work out versus like just catfishing somebody online or something like that. I don't know. That's weird. Which sounds like the mature thing to do. Mm -hmm. Look, I know relationships are hard. They require a lot of hard work, a lot of effort for a good one anyways. But I feel like people oftentimes fall into like two separate camps. It's like two extremes. Either some people, they, they have this like mantra of, never uh, never settle i'm waiting for the very perfect person and then some people also will settle with the first person that comes their way i think both are you know they're kind of they're dangerous because you're really not going to be end up happy if you're fall into one of those two extremes like for example uh, i'll give you an example um i used to work with someone a few years back who she was dating she had been dating someone on and off for like five years and, you know, when I asked her about it, I was like, hey, are you guys going to get married or something? She would, she would reply like, ah, oh, like, no, like, and then she would tell me like all these negative things and then say like, you know, honestly, it's sad to say, but I don't think, you know, we'll, we'll end up together. I, you know, I think we're probably going to break up soon. And then a few months later, they're still together and I ask her about it again. And, you know, again, she seems very unhappy. And so in my mind, I'm like, why are you still together then? And I think that's part of like, people that they're that might be willing to settle I don't know if I don't know why that is but at the end of the day if you're with someone that you're not crazy about you know you're you're, you're not going to be happy and the same goes for the other extreme where if you're just looking for the perfect person well guess what the perfect person doesn't exist I mean me I'm perfect but other than that nobody else is <laughs> but I'm right here too <laughs> no, no I, heard you say, looking for it. <laughs> I heard you say you have your flaws so not oh no <laughs> i mean you know and when it comes down to it though you should probably settle for me <laughs> no no, no i'm definitely catfish. not not ready you're a catfish <laughs> <laughs> no i'm definitely not perfect but uh i'm not a catfish like ray <laughs> i mean you know like being a catfish is the way of life you know all right well i mean i might be a catfish but at least i'm not a professional ghoster like someone that we have on here damn burn <laughs> that's burn on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know y'all are on oh, your burning like nah i was just kidding about that title guys no it tell was me a little title it was a title that was given to me okay <laughs> but for no. a reason for a yeah. reason so tell us a little bit about ghosting Okay, so for me, I decided that, you know what, things are getting too crazy. The coronavirus is kicking in. Like, I need to focus on other things. You know, my job's pretty intense right now. So, like, I decided to step back from, like, the whole dating scene altogether. Like, the abs, meeting people in person, whatever. Um, so, I wouldn't say, like, I ghosted somebody. I would just say, like, you know, I it was pretty early into it. So, it's not like, you know, we established, like, this you know like long like a relationship or anything like that it was just like a one-day conversation thing and then I realized like okay this is not gonna go nowhere like it's not like I can meet them in person or whatever so uh, I just decided to, to stop talking to the person like you know I think it's better to have done it earlier on than like like what some of you guys said like you know establish something keep talking to them and then like a month later be like you know what Never mind, bye. Like, I don't know. That's my my personal opinion on it. I wouldn't really say it was ghosting if it was like a one day conversation. So did, but you, did give you give him a yeah? Did you give him a heads up? Like you know, like hey, like uh, it, you know, with everything going on, it's just not the right time. Or did you just like leave him on? Red I mean, I can't. No, no, <laughs> no, like multiple times, I like I would say like hey, like because he kept insisting like hey, do you want to come over? I can cook dinner for you. And at that point, I was just like, I don't even know you. Like, I'm well, not going it? to your house if I don't know you. Like, 
What was he There's... cooking? <laughs> that makes all the difference. I don't remember, right? <laughs> right, that's why that's I didn't a, go over. That's a free meal. That's a free meal. <laughs> no, that's that's a free invite to get murdered, boy. For real. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, and he kept insisting and he kept, like, putting pictures of, like, his, uh, like, what he cooked. And Trying I'm like, nah, pussy bro. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys no okay that's um, not too bad then if that's if that's this, like was it was a one day and yeah like it wasn't yeah. like we had talked for like weeks or things like that like no like you know and the conversation was good but i'm just like he's not understanding what i'm saying or where i'm coming from and like this is just awkward timing like we just started the, the conversation you know mid coronavirus so i'm not i'm not about to do all this and you know okay put people uh, at risk yeah, if he just kept insisting and you were like, no, no, yeah, that's definitely grounds for ghosting. That's that's appropriate. That point, that's appropriate right there. I feel like you're just you're not getting the hint. You're like you keep insisting, and then that's just getting annoying. Like, get the hint. Like, I don't know. My two cents. Yeah, it's <laughs> like eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to come up in the world as a chef. He's trying to get some reviews on his food and shit. He's like, please, my business is failing. I need you to tell me why. <laughs> But no, I think there's definitely a line that people cross that's like not so much a verbal line, but you can tell when somebody's not interested in you and you're giving them all the hints and it's just not working. So I think that definitely validates a ghost, 100%. Because for me, I've never actually ghosted anyone, but I have had instances where I'm like, hey, this is not what I wanted. And before I, I'm going to just keep dragging you through all this, I'm going to go ahead and tell you straight up, it's not going to work. We can be friends. We can do anything else. But for us to be in a relationship, it's not going to work. And they just don't get it. Like, they keep trying to make it work. And I feel like at that point, it's like, I'm going to ghost you. <laughs> this is the other way around it. And, like, with this instance, I feel like it wasn't even about, like, do I want to be in a relationship or not? Are we trying to – because it was, like I said, it was just a conversation of, like, a couple days. It's not like, you know, we can – neither party can say, like, oh, this is definitely going to lead to a relationship. It's more about, like, you know, the way you're coming off is a little creepy right now. Like – It turns out his name is yeah. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Bruh. No. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's that's what that's what Patty did to me, man, when I slid in her DMs. Like we had a couple good days of conversation. <laughs> like, oddly enough, <clears throat> the other day I was looking through our Facebook messages from like when I when I slid in in two thousand nine. They're still there. And like she she ghosted me. Like, I guess she was like, This obviously isn't going where this guy keeps insisting. Uh he keeps wanting to get to know me. <laughs> so like yeah like it happens it even happened to us i just i just think it's really funny that um yeah that she, but she see i feel like it was different though because you had like that personal connection and like that real life connection versus yeah, like, like a dating app you know what i mean 100%. but we didn't though because we didn't talk in real life but you <laughs> like, could you know what she but, <laughs> but no like we went to the same school we didn't have any classes together i saw her here and there like when i'd be creeping in by the lockers well listen i don't necessarily blame her i've seen that those messages it was just pictures of your toes over and over and over again i mean i don't know why you kept sending them boy that's my only fans account you gotta pay for those <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> well i just want to say i'm clearing my name i just want to say that if he wouldn't have been so insistent and creepy like that, then we could have kept on the conversation, actually getting to know each other versus like, oh, come over, come over. Like, damn, are you hearing nah, that? Bro, like, <sighs> fucked up. I knew, I knew that was the wrong move. God damn it. And you, and, hey, listen, and, you, and y'all could have just talked about what he was going to make you. Listen, listen, how about, how about after this podcast, I make it up to you. I have some ratatouille in the oven right now. Oh, <laughs> my over. Ratatouille, it's a movie. Ratatouille <laughs> dish, you dummy. No, that's on Disney Channel, Ratatouille's too. Ratatouille is the actual For dish. Y'all some fools. Look it up. I'm thinking of raviolis. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's Adam a mouth that controls a chef, chill. <laughs> Listen, I, I will say I do have one time, I've only ever ghosted someone one time. And I was like 15 years old. So I was super immature. Like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. 
we had been talking for a little bit. I won't go into all the details, but we had been talking for a bit and she wanted to date me. And then I just, I wasn't about it. It was bad. It was bad. Okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not defending myself. It was really bad. Never done it again. Uh, but yeah, I just stopped replying. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. But that's my so only heartbroken. story. <laughs> no, no, I think she's definitely moved on by now. I said, Wait, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> did we know each other at that time? Um, yes, we did. Because it was, yeah, I was 15. Why did oh, you dang. do that, though? Were you scared or what? Yeah, honestly, again, <laughs> honestly, I was immature. Uh, I didn't want a relationship with this person for numerous reasons. And um, I was just like, damn, I don't know what to say. Like, so I didn't say anything, which is really bad. But yeah, that's the only time I've done it. I just so you didn't give her a heads up or anything. Again, man, look, there's, yeah, I did not. There's, yeah, I did not. Wait, did y'all go to the same school, like where you saw each other? Yeah, we did, which made it even oh more awkward. <laughs> oh exactly. my god. You're out here changing routes to different periods so you don't have to see her. Taking a different no. hallway. Well, we never we didn't have any classes together, so that made it a little bit easier. And Troy changed his name to Chris Angel because he was ghosting people. <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. I feel like we just we've been talking about this for too long. So how about what is the craziest thing you guys have ever done, or you know what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? I'll start. I think I have a pretty good story. So a few years ago, it's probably I was probably like 16, 17 years old. So this would have been like 2012, maybe. You said uh, a few years ago. That's eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's a few years ago. It's not that long. Damn, we old. So, so I was at I was at a friend's house. Uh, we were having a little kickback there, and we regularly had like ten people there, just you know, just hanging out, drinking, whatever, just playing beer pong. And so, anyways, when we get there, uh, first thing that happens is the person that bought beer they bought Budweiser and Corona, and we usually only ever bu- bought Budweiser back then. But they bought Corona this time. And I remember saying, like, oh, why did you buy Corona? Like, that's gross. Nobody likes it. Um, And it's relevant because it'll come up later. But that's the end for that part. But then later on, you know, we're just kind of just chilling, drinking. We're playing beer pong a little bit. And we're kind of getting a little bit loud. And my friend's neighbor, she she was older and she was very prone to call the police. So my friend is trying to, like, calm us down keep us more quiet he, he keeps saying like hey hey you got to keep it down because if not she'll call the police well maybe i don't know sometime later somebody walks in through the gate with the flashlight on and uh we're like hey who's that he's like it's the police and uh we're just kind of like oh okay and we're laughing at, well first we're kind of serious because we thought it was the police but it was actually just one of our friends who was walking back um so afterwards, we were laughing. It was kind of funny. Then later, we started playing uh, Blue Mountain State beer pong. For those of y'all that don't know what it is, Google it. Blue Mountain State is a TV show. They kind of made this beer pong thing up. So it's just kind of like a pyramid beer pong instead of just straight 10 cups. Anyways, we're playing that. And then again, we see two flashlights uh, coming in from the backyard. And again, we just think it's other people trying to mess with us. So we're like, who is it? And then they say, it's the cops. Who else? And we're just all laughing because like, okay, we've already done this. Why are we doing this again? Um, But sure enough, they walk by and it's actual cops. So it's two forward PD. Somebody left the gate open. So they were just able to walk back. Normally we would close the gate. And so the cops had shown up before, but they'll knock on the front door because the gate was closed. But I don't know, somebody left it open, so they just walked in, and then there's just a bunch of kids, you know, just hanging out, drinking, playing beer pong. So anyways, it gets pretty serious. Obviously, everybody puts down their drinks, and then they're like, all right, guys, everybody, give me some IDs right now. And we all look pretty young, especially me. You know, I was 16 years old. I look super young. Uh, So everybody gives them their IDs, and I remember asking the cop, like, hey, is it cool if I give you my school ID? Because I don't have a license yet. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So I give him my ID. away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So everybody gives him our IDs, and he looks at like one or two. He's like, all right. He stops looking at him. He just goes, all right. So be honest, who's over 21? And we're like, nobody. Like, none, none of us are 21, not even close. So 
So this cop asks, who lives here? And my friend says, I do. It's my house. You know, I'm here with, live with my parents. And then he's like, are your parents home? And he says, yes, my mom's inside. Do you want me to go get her? And he asks, does she know y'all are out here? And he says, yes. Yeah, she knows we're all out here and stuff. He's like, okay, you don't, it's all right. You don't have to get her. And then I remember the cop asking us, uh, how's everybody getting home? And we're just like, no, we're all staying here. Nobody's leaving. He's like, okay, okay. And then I remember him saying, like, uh, he's like, one of the, there was two cops. And one of them was, he, he was a Hispanic cop. And he was like, well, at least they're drinking good beer. They're drinking Corona. And in retrospect, it's pretty funny because I, I was hating on it the whole time. I was like, why do we get this garbage? And then this cop was like, he's just kind of like making jokes about it. And then he's asking us questions about the Blue Mountain State beer pong. First, he was like, what are you guys playing? Like, it looks like beer pong, but I've never seen it played like that. And so, like, we explain it to him, the BMS beer pong. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, they're just pretty cool afterwards. And then they're like, all right, guys. All right, well, that's pretty cool. Like, hey, can I take a shot? One of the cops takes a shot. Not not a shot of liquor, but, like, a shot of beer pong. Uh, and then one thing that I did forget to mention was that my friend was recording that whole night. Like, he he was taking videos of just all of us and stuff, just just for the hell of it. And at one point, he set up the camera in like the corner of his garage so it could overlook all of us. And afterwards, the cop left, and like we're really lucky they didn't do anything, they didn't say anything, they didn't even take our beer, nothing. Like they were very chill, very cool. Um, and afterwards, we remembered that we had that phone up there recording, so we're like, oh shit, let's go look at it, let's go look at it. Like that's crazy, like it's a crazy story, you know, that we got it on camera. But unfortunately, the phone capped out at 10 minutes. So like after 10 minutes, it stops recording. You could, you could start recording again, but you'd have to manually do it. But I just, it was crazy because like nobody's 21. These two cops show up and everybody's like, you could see it on everybody's faces. Everybody was scared, like including myself, obviously, but they're super chill. Nothing ended up happening though. And we don't, we don't actually have the video of that happening, but it was cool. We thought we did for a moment. I would have just ran. <laughs> Bro, why <are> you flee? <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine his, his his little self in his glasses. That would have been worse. Spiky gel hair. <laughs> I true. <I'm> scared. <laughs> Putting his beard down, trying to hide it away from him. He's like, uh, I'm really sorry, officer, but I got to gel my hair real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a really crazy story. It's actually about um, dating. So I met this girl. Uh, probably when the coronavirus started <laughs> and asked her if she wanted to come eat food. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to me. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think I have a lot of crazy stories. But one that I probably remember is the first time I ever went to a festival, a music festival. So it was back in 2015, I think, when Something Wonderful was still around. Um, I actually had never been to a show like that. I would rarely even go to concerts. So I used to work at Target. And one of my one of my coworkers was like, hey, my friend has an extra ticket. And it's actually tomorrow. And I was like, well, I've never been. Um, yeah, sure, I'll buy it. It was like a VIP ticket for like both days. But I missed the first day because it was Saturday going into Sunday. And I guess the girl didn't want to go again. So I got I get the ticket. We show up. We're all like drinking, having fun. It was like the best thing ever. That's how I started getting into shows because it was just, it was amazing. Like so many people out there just having fun and all this stuff. And then later on in the night, she's like, hey, do you want something? And she's like, I'm like, what? What do, what do you have? She gives me a pill. I didn't know what it was at that point. So I drink it. All right. I take it and we're having a blast the the whole entire night is just amazing and at the end somehow we end up losing each other and if you've ever been to a festival you know that like you get no service anywhere so you have to actually like find each other some some way somehow so i end up walking back to the car and they're already waiting there for me but there's one extra person there just like leaning on my car and I'm like, hey, can I help you? This is my car. And he's like, bro, my my whole group left me. I'm not from here. Um, can I get a ride back home? And at that point, Uber existed. I don't even know why I told this guy not like no, but I was just like, you know what? Sure. So he gets in the car with me, 
and I drop off my two friends first. And I had not asked this guy where he lived. So where the event happened was at Motor Speedway. And I drop him off. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to drop you off now. I'm pretty sure you're close. I asked him, hey, uh, so where are we going? Can you give me the address? He gives me the address to Dallas. So it's like 3 in the morning. And I'm driving this person that I have no idea who he is, telling me that his friends left him. Like, trusting this man is not going to kill me. So I drive like an hour and then like an extra 20 minutes because we still can't find this place somehow. Like we're just both messed up. And like we finally find this place and we get in there and everything. And he's actually not lying. Like this dude was from like Philadelphia and like he was just there for the show. So I go inside and we have a great time and all that stuff. But I ended up leaving like at six in the morning and I'm like, man, I could have probably died that night. <laughs> Some stranger. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty funny. That's like a, a script for, you know, every scary movie I've ever seen or murder film. Like, bro, what? Dude, the dude would just literally, like, relax on, like, like the hood of the car. Like, it looked like he owned the car. And I was like, wait, is this my car? But no, you were just there waiting for somebody to give him a ride. No, nah, he straight baited you. <laughs> <laughs> so you ended up parting with him after you dropped him off. Yeah, yeah, a little bit after. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, you know, I'm already here. I drove like an hour to like drop you off. He was trying to give me money, but I was like, no, I'll take a few more drinks with you. It'll be, it'll be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's probably one of the the most PG crazy stories I can give y'all. There'll be more later on, you know, if y'all really get to know me. But what about you, Zara? No more right, ghosting I stories. I <laughs> No, no more ghosting stories. I can't be you know, putting my stuff out there. I don't know who'd be listening to this podcast. Like, yikes. Um, <laughs> with me, I really got to think about this one. I got to I gotta see what's like PG-13, you know, because my sisters might be listening. So, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, they already know this story. The only ones that don't know this is probably my parents, and I will probably never tell them because... They listen to this podcast. Yeah, no Mexican parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this was in college. It's kind of like, it kind of relates to like Arturo's story, like underage drinking. Um, But I got invited to like this party at a dorm. It was like one of our, like one of my close friends, uh, it was like his birthday. And so they're like, no, come through. It's only going to be like five, six of us. We get there, it's like 20 people in there, like in a room. It They had like a, you think a dorm room, I mean, a dorm room is pretty small, but like this was like a suite type room where it was a little bigger than uh, the regular dorms that we did have. So it's like 20 people there. I was there for like maybe 15 minutes. I had like two sips of uh, Mike's Hard. Do they still sell those, by the way? Yeah, they do. Okay, so it was that. It was like two sips, I swear. Then we hear some knocks, and it's the freaking RAs. So everybody just, like, scrambles, tries to hide under the beds. Like, some people try to jump, like, the the window. And this oh is, my like, TWUs. I don't know if y'all seen TWU dorms, but they're, like, two big old towers. Like, they actually st- – you could see them from afar. Um, so I think we were, like, on the third floor, and these, like, dudes, like, legit jumped out of the floor. Like, it was crazy. Um, I was just like, oh, I'm not about to hurt myself. I just, like, I, me and my other friend just start drinking water. We're like, okay, we're going to down this. Like, I don't think they could, like, test our alcohol level, like, if we just keep drinking water. <laughs> so, like, we keep drinking water until it's our turn for them to take our information, and then they make us, like, blow into the, I don't know, what is it, the breathalyzer? I think it's called so of course I blow on that and then it comes up like I did have like alcohol in my system so then they start taking my information down here I was thinking like I was gonna go to jail so I gave my phone I read a a couple numbers on my hand like the the, my friends like obviously not my parents Um, so then like finally like they just issue us tickets like they don't like um, they don't arrest us or anything I think I was like 19 at the time. 
And so here I was freaking out. Like at that point, I was already like a criminal justice major, but I had this book, like one of my textbooks, and I'm over here like looking up like the law for like underage drinking and shit. I was like <laughs> freaking paranoid. Um, <laughs> so I get like, I end up with like a, I think it was like a $350 something ticket and like 10 hours of community service. So I managed to pay my own ticket with my refund money. I know, sounds so bad. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to handle this. So then a couple days later, like the head of the RA department, like calls everybody one by one. And she's like, so did you tell your parents? And I was like, no, like, why do I got to tell my parents? I'm 19 years old. Like, I could take care of this myself. I don't know why she even asked that. Like, at that point, most of us were already like 19. Like, you know, your parents, I think at that age, your parents don't have to be involved anymore. I don't know. I don't know if you're still considered a juvenile, but um. So then I come home that week. That weekend I was supposed to go home. And my parents, y'all know Patty's white car, the white car she used to have? Yeah. Yep. So they <laughs> surprised me with that car. And I was just, I felt so shitty. Like it was like my mom's birthday and they got me a new car. And in my like I'm really hard on myself. So I was like, no, I don't, I don't deserve this car. So I made up like whatever I could to like not end up with the car because I would have felt guilty forever. So I was like, no, that I don't like that car. I don't like the color. It looks like an <laughs> old lady's car. So they thought I was ungrateful, but I was like, no, like I just didn't feel right taking that car after I had just like gotten a ticket for underage drinking. But anyways, I'll, I'll probably never tell my parents or if I tell them, I'll tell them when like, I don't know. Till this day, I'm like, damn, if they find out, they could probably, I don't know, feel like <laughs> they could probably still hit me with the chancla or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All, all I could imagine was Zyra, like, in a two-piece suit, and she was like, I know my rights. And she was, like, trying to fight this whole case and everything because she's, like, criminal justice. Am That's I being funny. detained? Am I being I detained? I know, I was about to say that. <laughs> I know my rights. No, like, I swear, like, I went under and looked, I tried to look up the law. I don't know what I was thinking, but anyway. Damn, that's, that's my story. I, I've known you for so long, and I've never heard that story. You didn't know this? <laughs> no, I've Dude, heard that even, story. Like, everybody knows this. Like I've, I've never been telling heard my that coworkers story. too. They're like, oh no, I would God. never do this. Like, never do anything. And then I hit them with that story, and they're like, "Damn, dang." Well, I, I guess, funny? yeah, I guess, kind of a common topic is underage drinking. So that that's kind of uh, my crazy story there. Um, but I was on the verge of being illegal. I mean, not illegal, but like <laughs> illegal, <laughs> illegal. That's a better way to say it. A legal person to, you know, consume alcohol. So it was actually, the story is, you know, the night of my 21st birthday. So it actually starts, I guess like, so at midnight, I, I turned 21. So this, the night started before I was like, I had big plans. I had a huge weekend plan and like, I, we, I was in, I was at A and M, and then Thursday was the nineteenth, and then the twentieth was Friday, which is my birthday, and I was getting my Aggie ring that day at like noon, so I was like, I'm gonna go out celebrate at midnight. It's gonna be lit, and then I, I asked all my friends, but everybody like, for some reason, they all had like exams or something the next day, and like they couldn't go out, so like, of course, my wife came. Um, not at the time she was my, just my girlfriend. Patty came into town. And, you know, she was drinking with me partially. She maybe drank like one drink because she wanted to be like the one to watch over me. And I had like two coworkers that were there. Like I barely knew one. But and then I had a, another coworker that was there calling. Uh, I, I knew him more. So we pre-gamed at the house. And like I had three roommates. Arturo was one of them. Christian was the other. And Cole was the other one. And all three of them were busy that day. Like that night and the, the, the next day they had like some big assignment or a class that they couldn't miss. And I was like, oh, whatever. So we'll just go. So so we went. Patty drove us. And we went to Northgate at A&M, which is like the bar scene. And we, we basically, I, like they were letting me in. It wasn't even midnight yet. Um, and then they're like, it's cool. It's your birthday. And then they're like, just tell them it's your birthday. You might get something free. And then it hit midnight. And then, um, for some reason we're at, we're at this bar called foundations. It was like one of the most ratchet bars there. And there was this group. They were like, Oh shit, it's your birthday. I was like, yeah. They're like, bro, we should have bottle service. And I was like, Hey, let's go. And then 
like when they said that i thought they were gonna pay for it right so like somehow we get it i don't know who pays for it i find out later but anyways <clears throat> so we get bottle service and like all these random people i'd say it's about a group of 10 to 15 people like i didn't i only knew like one person which was like the person that went with me Colin. they started chanting my name it was like a bottle of gear grease with like the the little thing on top of it where you know it makes it easier to pour and they're like am it am it so i start chugging the bottle like straight get gray goose i was maybe like Yikes. chugging like 10 seconds straight of like straight alcohol liquor in and i was like man that's freaking lit Woo! like whatever right and then i'm like i gotta go to the restroom patty was it was like maybe like 1 30 patty was like we should head home beat traffic if there's any i think you've had enough i was like no nah, like you know, we just got this group and the bottle service. I'm gonna go to the restroom real quick. So I went in the restroom and then this guy was like, Hey, what's up, man? Like it was a weird restroom. It was just like a toilet and a urinal. And then he was like, What's up, man? I was like, Hey, it's my birthday. He's like, Hell yeah, dude, happy birthday. And then I went back out there and they they saw me coming back and they were chanting my name again. So I was like, Fuck it. So I chugged it again for like another ten seconds and then Patty was like, All right, I think that's it. We should go. I was like, All right, let me use my the restroom one more time. So when I go to the restroom, I grab the door handle and I completely black out and like, I don't know where the hell like I went or whatever. Fast forward. I'd say maybe like an hour or two fast forward. Um, I wake up and the people that wake me up are police. So two police officers wake me up. There's a huge backstory to this long story short. Um, I, I disappeared. Patty couldn't find me. The bars closed. Um, the two, my two coworkers that were with us, they like one disappeared for some reason. He just ghosted us. Sorry, Colin, but Colin ghosted us. <laughs> you went to Zyra? Then, what? <laughs> you said you got ghosted. I thought it was Zyra. No. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, and then basically, like, find me, find me. It, it was like maybe an hour or two has passed. Patty called uh, Arturo and Christian. They were sleeping, and then they got involved, and they were there looking for me. And they were to the point where they were going to give up and um eventually like patty you know got the the police involved and they're like we can't find him he's like really drunk we don't know where he's at and patty starts crying so i think they they're like oh this is pretty serious and then the Domino's guy like there's a Domino's on Northgate he's like hey uh, I was taking out the trash and i think i found your guy so they go over there and Aww. apparently i'm like leaned over passed out by by the dumpster and that's like you know uh going back to where i wake up with the cops cops are like hey man Hey, and like I wake up, I'm like, uh, whatever. I'm like spinning the whole time. And he's like, What's your name? I'm like, Emmett Pena. And he's like, he's like, What school do you go to? I was like, Texas AM. And he's like, Who's the president of the United States? And I was like, Barack Obama. And then he's like, All right, last and final question. And in my head, I was like, I gotta focus really hard. I'm gonna fucking go to jail. My life's gonna be over. <laughs> Holy shit. And then he's like, All right, is Mickey Mouse a cat or a dog? And I was like, Fuck. I was so, like, upset. I was like, I don't know this answer. I was like, it's a cat. And they were like, oh, my God, take him home. Take him home. <laughs> so then we went we went home, and, like, I was doing fine. And then I don't know where I started, like, throwing up, like, crazy, dry heaving. And I'll cut the story short, but, like, fast forward, I ended up in the hospital. They didn't do crap for me. You know how usually they, like, stomach pump you or whatever. They didn't do anything for me. And I had, like, a huge hospital bill. And yeah, it was a definitely a 21st birthday to always remember. It was the craziest things ever happened to me. Um, and then the next day I had to, you know, kind of do it all over again because I got my ring. So it was pretty lit. <laughs> Sorry, Patty. Do it all over again. And he did, <laughs> he actually. He almost died. He almost died. And he was like, you know what? Second time. I, oh, yeah. We had we had the party after that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So we did do it over. Yeah, we, we did our ring dunk. And I chugged five beers in 21 seconds. So Was that the time that I bit that pineapple? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think that was a different party. Oh, that, yeah, that I think that might have been the first party we had. Oh, uh, weird. <laughs> All right, so we just talked about some of the craziest moments of our lives or the craziest events. So I think it's a great time for us to wrap up here. And, of course, we got to do our weekly inspirational quote. So for this week, Arturo, take it away. All right, given what we talked about today, I figured who better to quote than the great philosopher Aubrey Drake Graham? The Messiah. The <laughs> Messiah. Six gods. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it. 
works um twerks on basis she's just trying to make it so she's right here getting naked <laughs> no i'm just kidding that's not it that's not it how do you know uh, every word in that <laughs> that lyric i love that song man what can i say oh my All gosh right. the real quote is live without pretending love without depending listen without defending speak without offending bars banger deep bars deep deep <laughs> all right that was pretty that was pretty deep so i'm gonna rate it a you see what it did there i ghosted y'all real talk i really like that one um what song is that from i actually might use that in my next instagram post with me and patty or something that's pretty deep oh actually actually it was a tweet it wasn't even from a song he just tweeted that the messiah tweeted that oh my god told you he was a philosopher man he's one of the greats damn and he has a dance song now to see sly hell yeah let's go i think plato copied <laughs> off him i think so yeah you like when you think of great philosophers you're like plato socrates aubrey graham who else oh my gosh <laughs> all right zara what's your rating your first rating right. on the show i would say i would say four out of five four Four out of five shots on mezcal on this one. Mezcal's pretty, pretty strong. So that's a that's lot. Pretty, pretty high. Dang, that's enough Drake. to end up at a dumpster. <laughs> Dang, that's 80% on Drake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls, if you're single, hit me up, slide into my DMs. You know, I think I'm pretty cute. I host a podcast. I'm about to get sponsored. So, you know, that cash flow is going to be coming in. I'm going to marry you. <laughs> you know what <laughs> let's do it let's do it right here right now on this podcast zara officiate let's go all right we stand here today. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note we're gonna go ahead and close out i want to thank zara again for coming on and being our second guest on the podcast Look, and I got to say, guys, I do need to apologize to Zyra because I told everybody here that she was going to ghost us. So thanks, Zyra, for not ghosting us. Damn. I thought about it, guys, but I was like, nah, I can't do that to them. I mean, we could have some dinner (laughs) after if you'd like. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have some Kraft mac and cheese, Brune, if you're interested. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So on that note, again... I do want to remind all the Chismosos listening that we have a new episode every week, every Sunday at 12 p.m. Central. So be on the lookout for the new episode. All right, so we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.